Listen, if you're tired of spending so much of your time hustling in your DMs and Facebook groups every month, hoping to snag your next client, and would much rather have potential clients reaching out to you on a regular basis, I created a free guide to show you how to build a community of people who know, like, and trust you and can't wait to click the buy button on your next offer. And you can download it for free at the link in the show notes. You're listening to Captivate and Convert, the weekly podcast created to help you become known in your niche, attract the people you actually want to work with, and get paid to do what only you can do. I'm your host, Christy Sigelski, and each week I'll be sharing tips and strategies and chatting with other online business experts to show you how to charm your audience and turn your browsers into buyers. If you're ready to render the competition irrelevant, you're in the right place. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Captivate and Convert. I just want to say thank you for hanging out with me today. I know that these days there are a lot of demands on your time, and I really appreciate that you spend some of your time with me every week. So just thanks for listening. Today's listener review comes from the username Car C, and it says, It's hard to believe this podcast is brand new because the host sounds so comfortable, like she's been at it a while. The marketing tips in the first couple of episodes were something I can actually use. Thank you. Looking forward to more. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your five-star review. It really means a lot, and I'm super excited that there are some tips and takeaways that you found that you can actually implement in your business. That means a lot to me. Now, today's episode is super personal because I have never had the opportunity to share my full story before, and I know that you know, from the outside, it might look like my business was an overnight success because it only took me a year or I guess a little over a year to go from charging $35 an hour in my copywriting business to selling $10,000 packages. But as you might imagine, there's more to that story than the headline would have you think. Let's be real, right? So I'm definitely going to share what I did to make all of that happen, but I'm going to break this down into two episodes. So in today's show, part one, I want to start off by giving you a little bit of the backstory of how it all went down because I am anything but an overnight success. So providing a little bit of context for how I had my first five figure months so quickly is really important for me to share with you. But don't worry, you're not going to have to hunker down for too long here because I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version, okay? Also, here's another thing. You, you know, you may not quite be where I am just yet in your own business, or you might be miles ahead of me. But I still think that there will be some takeaways in this episode that are going to help you think about things a little bit differently, or maybe make some changes that will help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. So let's just dive right in, shall we? Now, if you've been around for a while, you may already know this, but I was a stay-at-home mom for years, and I really wanted to get back into writing. You know, it was something that I was always really good at, and it was sort of an escape for me growing up in the environment that I did, which is another story for another day. But back in 2007, I was reading a lot of mommy blogs. And just so you know, these days we call bloggers influencers, but back in the day they were known as mommy bloggers. Well, they weren't all mommy bloggers, but you get what I'm saying. 
So that medium really became an outlet for mothers to share the joys and the struggles of marriage, family life, raising kids, all of that stuff. So in 2008, I decided to start my own blog as a way to get back into the practice of writing every day and, you know, just share my own experience as a wife and mom, right? But ultimately, it was working on that blog that led to my decision to go back to school to get my bachelor's degree. At the time, I had my associate's degree in business, actually in the music business, which is kind of random and weird, I know. And I guess if the whole copywriting thing doesn't work out, I can go and, you know, work in the A&R department at Sony or something. But I, it was always a goal of mine to get my bachelor's degree. I just, you know, I had kids, and so I didn't know when that was going to happen. But my kids were starting to get a little bit older, and I decided to go back to get a degree in English with a writing focus. And at the same time, I started pitching myself for different freelance writing gigs in local publications. Now, the assignments I got literally paid like zero to maybe up to $50 an article. And you can't make a living on that, you know? So it kind of seemed like what I'd heard my whole life about not being able to make a living as a writer was proving true. But I continued with school because I loved it. And I was still getting these random low-paying writing jobs here and there. But at the start of my final semester, my husband and I created a line of all-natural, low-calorie margarita mixes, kind of by accident. And let me just tell you, we had no business bottling this stuff. We were completely naive about the food industry. We had no idea what we were doing. We didn't know how grocery stores worked. But everyone that tasted these cocktails we were making were like, you have to bottle this stuff. And I think it was probably in large part because we were so naive that we thought, oh, you know, how hard can it be? (laughs) And we just did it. But the short story is we found a manufacturer to bottle the mixes for us. You know, we hooked up with a few distributors and started getting them into local natural grocery and specialty food stores. A little later, we even got the mixes into all the Whole Foods in and around New York City, which was a huge accomplishment. And we also sold them online, which was really my first experience with e-commerce. And, you know, while I didn't really love the sales aspect of it or hanging out in stores and doing demos and giving samples, I found that what I did love was working behind the scenes in a creative capacity. And I really seemed to have a knack for building an audience and email marketing. So I wrote all the website copy copy for all of our marketing materials, our emails, our social media captions. And I was able to grow our audience and our sales without knowing that what I was doing was copywriting. Now, spoiler alert, we ultimately closed that business after four years because we just didn't make enough money at it. But the interesting thing that came out of that whole experience was that other business owner friends and acquaintances started reaching out to me for help with their website copy and content for their brands. So at first, I was writing copy for a lot of product-based businesses, but that transitioned pretty quickly into writing for personal brands in the coaching and online course space. And 
What happened next was that I actually joined a life coach training program with one of my mentors at the time, Hillary Rubin. I think her program was called The Art of Becoming a Coach, if I'm remembering correctly, because I just loved the coaching space so much. And, you know, I really thought that that was what I wanted to do. But again, I pretty quickly realized that what I actually loved doing was writing copy and creating content. You know, it wasn't so much working with one-on-one clients, although, I mean, they were lovely, but just that aspect of it wasn't my calling, you know? So fast forward to June of 2018, and I saw a Facebook post from a graphic designer that I was Facebook friends with, but I didn't know in real life. And she asked if there were any copywriters who could help her out with some website projects. At the time, she had a bunch of websites she was designing that were in you know, various stages of completion. And they were ultimately being delayed and messing with her timeline because her clients didn't know how to write about themselves. And they were the ones that were were responsible for providing the copy, right? In the meantime, I still didn't really know what copywriting was or that that's what I had really been doing mostly for free all of this time. But I thought, you know, I can do that. And I sent her a message and we went back and forth a little bit and she referred me to my first legit client. So shout out to Breezy Castell because if it wasn't for her, I may not be here today. Now, the fact that she sent some actual work my way was surprising and I was scared because I had literally no systems set up in my business. It wasn't even a business yet, really. I had no way to onboard clients or take payments, and I didn't even know what to charge. So I Googled it, and I came up with $35 an hour, which I realize now was ridiculously low. And to be honest, I don't even remember how I decided on that number based on the search results that came up. But I mean, you have to remember, I had been working for free for the most part, so 35 bucks an hour sounded like a lot of money at the time. And honestly, it was the most I'd ever been paid, you know, per hour up to that point. So once my designer friends started sending me more and more referrals and those clients became repeat clients, I decided that maybe I actually could make a living as a writer. But I, you know, I just understood that it was going to look a little bit different than I thought it was going to look. So I officially started my business in July of 2018, and I started calling myself a copy and content writer. And, you know, back then, you know, just like everybody else, I was doing a little bit of everything, you know, any job I could get, I was taking from website copy to product descriptions and blog posts to social media captions, scripts. I mean, everything. I was doing all of it. If it needed to be written, I was all over it. But what I found that as my business grew, I started to figure out what I really loved doing. And also, you know, what was getting my clients the best results in terms of leads and sales. So I decided to kind of move away from the content marketing side of things, which is, you know, kind of more blog posts and social media captions and I focused more on website copy, email marketing, and sales pages. And those three things are the types of client work that I do, you know, for the most part still today. So I've definitely niched down, but, 
you know, I haven't specialized in just one thing because I really like to work on a variety of things that are within my wheelhouse, so to speak. It was within about 14 months that I changed my business model and had my first five-figure months. That's that's the backstory in a nutshell. <laughs> so in part two, what I'm going to do is walk you through everything I did step-by-step to command higher prices and increase my income. And I'll also share a little behind-the-scenes peek at what I'm working on now to take my business to the next level. So that'll be coming up next week, so stay tuned for that. Thank you for tuning in to Captivate and Convert. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to support the podcast by leaving a five-star review and subscribing and sharing it with your biz besties. Your ratings and reviews help us reach more listeners who want to grow and scale their businesses fast. And don't forget to post a screenshot of this podcast in your IG stories and tag me at Christy Sigelski so I can repost you. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.